Do I need a life coach? You're listening to episode 82 with Rhiannon Bush, part 16 of the Your Year series. Welcome to the Do I Need a Life Coach podcast. We're here to discuss the ins and outs of the life coaching industry and give you tools to use to see for yourself. I'm your host, Rhiannon Bush, mother, management consultant, and a passionate, certified life coach. Well, hello, my friends. It is a magical day. It's bright and early in the morning. I'm sitting having a coffee at my dining table. My kids are at their grandparents' house and it's just perfection. My sunflowers are out in the garden and you can just feel the world waking up, but it's peaceful and it's lovely. And I hope wherever you are, you are having a really great time. So today we are talking about permission. Permission. I had to Google it just to get a concise definition and permission is defined as the act of allowing someone to do something or of allowing something to happen. That someone is you. I, Rhiannon Bush, hereby authorize you to chase after your dreams, achieve them and live the exact life you wish to live. There, you have it. How do you feel? So Priya Rana Kapoor describes giving yourself permission as what happens when you decide and allow yourself to do what's best for you, whether that's saying no to a needy friend, taking care of your immediate needs so you can be more present with your relationships, or sometimes even allowing yourself to think about what you might want to do with your life. I love her definition. I love it because so often we are walking around living by these rules we've set ourselves that we aren't even aware of most of the time. And we just go through life in this operating rhythm, getting the same results over and over again. These rules that I'm referring to, they stem from our beliefs and our beliefs come from our values, which we've covered in the Your Year series. So the reason that we've done it is because we need to start to bring awareness as to why we do certain things and in accordance with what we believe, which is in accordance with what we value, to really start to understand the rules we place on ourselves and the rules we believe are true for life, essentially. The thing is, you deserve the life you want. You deserve to achieve the things you want to achieve. You can do this. And if you need permission, I've just given it to you. I give you permission to say no when you need to. I give you permission to take time to do the things that you want to do for you. I give you permission to change absolutely everything about your life if you choose to. And it is your choice. Nobody can make the choices for you. And nobody is making you make the choices you're making right now. That's the biggest one, my friends. No one is forcing you to do any of the things you are currently doing in the way you're currently living your life. And I know that's massive. And for you, if you're rebutting me right now, if you're a bit triggered and you're thinking, oh, Rhiannon, like, mm, uh, you, you know, I get it. I hear you and it's okay. But you've got to ask yourself whether what I've said has a grain of truth or not. Brene Brown talks about permission slips. So what permission slips would you write for yourself right now? What are you not taking for yourself that you need to for your health and well-being and for your goals, for your life, for your family, for whatever reason you choose? 
In entrepreneur land, there's an expression, seek forgiveness, not permission. And I highly recommend taking that expression on for yourself. This is not about being naughty or deceitful. This is about you realizing that you can make the changes to suit yourself and the world will not cave in as a result. Permission can simply be the admission that you are dissatisfied with something. The possibilities and openness that admitting these things that you've been holding on to is an incredible first step. Nobody is forcing you to do anything, ever. You don't have to stand up in the shower if you don't want to. You don't have to eat three meals a day. You don't have to change out of your pajamas. Scrap the should and replace it with choose. What do you choose to do? How can you make that happen? Oh, I should go and clean that cupboard. I choose to go and clean that cupboard. It feels different. It has a different energy around it. And you can so easily say no. The underlying reason we can't give ourselves permission is trust. Because we've been raised and are living in a society with many rules. And then there are all the unwritten rules as well. And the social contracts to follow. It becomes hard to know what's real and what's not, what we want and what we don't because there are things that we need to do and ways to behave and it all just becomes a lot. So if we can blank out the noise and ask ourselves what we want, what we choose, we can start to make sense of the world through our eyes and through our own desires and what it is that we want and what we choose. Growing up, for me, there was a way that life was supposed to go, a sequence to follow. And that was after high school, you go and get qualified and then you get a job, a good job, and you stay in that job forever and you meet a partner and you buy a house and then you buy a dog and then you have kids and you stay in the job. And that was the way that it went. And this is a very old school sort of outlook now. Thank goodness the world's changing. But nobody talks about whether they're really happy. You see all these beautifully curated social media pages, but really no one ever talks about whether that's their, you know, how they actively chose it, how they would do it. So at 18, I was out. I was like, nope, <laughs> I need to go and explore the world. And, you know, as I've said before, it's why I love seeing where people listen to this podcast from because it just opens up my mind in a way that I go, wow, the world is massive and I could go to this place and I could go to that place and I could go and visit all these places, which makes me so excited. So, so many rules that over time have eroded the trust within yourself and that hinders your ability to make decisions that serve you. We have to ask others, our family, friends, partner, colleagues. We need someone to tell us what to do, how to be happy, how to live our lives, what we should be doing with our time. And now I've said it out loud, how ridiculous does it seem? Isn't that just crazy? We apparently live in this free world where we can, in this free market economy, we can go and buy McDonald's even though it should be illegal and we can go and, you know, do really whatever we want, but we can't. Literally, think about it. We always look outside ourselves to go, oh, what are you doing today? What are your plans? What should we be thinking about? You can do anything, anything. And add to that, the way that we goal set and live in a very high achieving society means that we overcommit ourselves and we set ourselves up for failure. And that's why the Your Year series is 17 episodes long. <laughs> that's why it's broken down into the four sections, design, 
Understand your foundation, tools to succeed and forging forward. It's layered because goal achievement should be fun and you must stick to it because giving up on your goals erodes that trust that we have with ourselves even further. Learn to trust yourself and the tools given to you throughout this Your Year series is helping you do exactly that. It's one step at a time. It comes back to being realistic and setting yourself up for success through all of the layers from values, beliefs, our actions, behaviors, attitudes, mindset, and then overcoming setbacks and hurdles along the way and about having fun along the way. You'll know when you're honoring yourself and what you want because you'll feel it. It may be minor at first, but when you become open to sensing what is and isn't working for you, the floodgates will open and you'll be much more attuned to how certain things make you feel and when your boundaries are being pushed. All you have to do is listen. It sounds simple and easy, but that's the truth. Start with listening to what your body is telling you. When a friend calls and says, can I pop over? When you're just about to sit down and watch your favorite Netflix show, say, Sorry, I'm actually just on my way out. How about tomorrow? When you're in the middle of work and your phone keeps pinging you, turn it off. You've been walking by the ocean and you want to go for a swim, but you don't have your swimmers. Go in your clothes or without. Start putting what you think above what other people think. I think there'll always be an element of us that care when it comes to other people's opinions. We will always have an element of, you know, oh yeah, I do care what that person thinks and that's okay. Being part of the tribe means survival and it's a powerful force and consequently we do care about what other people think and we need to feel accepted. But start putting what you think above what other people's opinions are or what other people think. You can consider what they say and how they feel about things but at the end of the day, You're the judge. You're the judge, jury, and executioner. You are the person that makes that final call after weighing up all of the different opinions that you you have because your opinion matters more. With anything you're achieving that you haven't yet achieved, we all follow a similar storyline to the hero's journey. So the hero's journey was developed by Joseph Campbell, who, you know, he discovered that across cultures, stories follow a similar structure. And it's very much in alignment with what our brain loves, which is drama. Our brains do love drama. And first off, we have the adventure, the call to achieve the goal, the doubts of our ability to achieve it. And then we meet someone who gives us permission to go after the goal. Hi. <laughs> Next, we go on to the, on the adventure. We undertake the goal achievement. We face tests, allies and enemies. We approach that cave and we go through the battle to claim the prize or in our case, the goal. And we often botch things up with our relationships along the way. Then we have a chance to make it right. So once we've achieved the goal and we've been focused on doing that, then we've got it. We've attained it. We've got what we want. Then we have to go and make it right in our relationship or defying those people that we've had to defy along the way that we care for. And I think that's actually one of the hardest pieces of goal achievement because we've got people along the way that know us and love us and everything fits like a jigsaw puzzle because we're familiar and we're comfortable with one another. But for you to go and change and for you to go and do something differently, it will disrupt that jigsaw puzzle. It will throw it out. And the other person is affected in the process 
or other people. Sometimes it's multiple. And that's one of the hardest things because you get this resistance from people you care about when you expect them to be supportive. And it's okay that they are disrupted for a little bit because eventually, as I've said, you will realize your opinion is more important than anybody else's. You get to decide for yourself in your life what you choose to do and achieve. So you go and do that. But then on the way back through the hero's journey, we have a chance to go and seek forgiveness and repair those relationships that we've had uh, and rebuild as the new person. So even after achieving our goal, we have more hurdles to overcome to keep it sustainable. On the way home, we face challenges. We overcome those hurdles. We die and we are rebirthed, which sounds dramatic, but it just means that part of us is let go of when we achieve a goal. The old thing we no longer want and the thing holding us back, it disappears because we gain new perspectives, experiences, and we also get resources we need to continue with the prize we've claimed, as in the goal we've achieved. You know, we experience revelations and we aren't the same person once we've achieved that goal. As Marshall Goldsmith said, what got you here won't get you there. So there is something within us that has to shift to achieve that goal and to grow and change. And we think of this as an expansion of ourselves, not a contraction or not part of us dying. It's actually changing the core of who we are, the fiber of our being to have that new thing and then energetically hold space for that new thing to keep it in our lives and to maintain it. And it's a very, very cool thing. It's a very special thing. Eventually, we return to our normal world changed as the final piece to the hero's journey. You are the author of your story. You are the architect of your time here on earth. It's your right to design the life you want to live. And that life is now, today. You possess the strength and capabilities, the freedom and the courage to shape your existence into a masterpiece that will fulfill you. And if you've been waiting for someone to grant you permission to take what's yours, consider it granted. I, Rhiannon Bush, hereby authorize you to chase after your dreams, achieve them, and live the exact life you wish to live. There, you have permission. Now go and do the thing. I'll see you soon. Hey, before you go, I always find reviews really helpful when looking for new information or insights. If you found this podcast valuable, please take a minute to write a quick review about what you found most beneficial so that other people can benefit from your insights and have to listen as well. I would love that. Also, if there are any topics you want me to cover specifically about life coaching or the life coaching industry, visit rhiannonbush.com to contact me. Thanks for joining and I'll see you in the next episode of the Do I Need a Life Coach podcast.